What's up, y'all? Yash here. Have you been looking for a boost without the crash? Introducing Boost Caffeine Free, our natural formula includes ingredients like green tea to give you the energy to power throughout your entire day. The best part? It's caffeine free, so you can enjoy it any time of the day without disrupting your sleep. Say goodbye to jitters and crashes, and hello to sustained energy with Boost Caffeine Free. Available now at mswnutrition.com. Use code HDYHBOOST to get 10% off. So welcome to the How Do You Health podcast. It is coffee spilling time. <laughs> uh, it is Friday, well no, it's Thursday morning, and today we get to talk to Nikki Zakas. She, she's a... Uh, I, I was going to say fitness influencer, but more like fitness enthusiast. Yes. And, and because you're all over the place with, with fitness and wellness. And, you know, we connected because of a very good friend of ours. Um, and, and, uh, and, and you know, we, we've connected since then and we see each other all the time and obviously on Instagram. And, and then John obviously is my best friend, so... We get to hang out all the time and, and talk vitamins and, and health, but uh, we want to get into your journey. We want to get into your story and what's going on in your life right now. But uh, before we get started, can you give the listeners and viewers a, a quick little um, just vision into yourself? Yeah. Um, so I guess you could consider me fitness ambassador, influencer, whatever in Austin. Um, yep. Full time, I'm actually a tech sales rep. Um, but on the side, I got into the health and wellness space because um, actually in, in college, I was a D1 athlete. But before that, I didn't know anything about the gym or fitness or lifting or nutrition or anything. And um, when you get a lifting coach and a nutritionist during the sports, I kind of fell in love with the process and um, started doing all this education and learning on my own as well. I ended up losing 25 pounds, posting a picture on Instagram, which it was back then not a ton of fitness people on it, believe it or not, quite yet. It was just getting started. And so that kind of blew up and people were asking me how I did it. And um, I started doing custom fitness and meal plans on the side in college and uh, just helping people that way. And when I moved down to Austin, kind of pivoted to working with different brands and gyms and products that I truly believe in and love just because the community is insane down here. Yeah. Um, so I really loved going to all the different events and meeting people. And I wanted to focus more on expanding my network in the community and all of that instead of the custom fitness and meal plans. But um, why I started coming to you guys, because what they don't talk about in the weight loss journey, especially for females, is once you lose the body fat and weight loss like going too far and then trying to mentally overcome reversing that or like the maintenance part so I ended up going probably too far with the weight loss and fat loss and um, because of that now we're going to talk about my labs but it's showing that it really took a toll on my body um, and the health and wellness inside does not match what you see on the outside and yeah um so now trying to reverse what i've been learning pretty much my whole life what for all females is get smaller lose weight lose fat and now it's just been a mind 
F to yeah. try to reverse that and healthy body fat and balance your hormones and try to put on more weight and uh it really does mess with your head as a, a female yeah, it's like, to a, like you know you get you get told so much like you gotta get smaller or thinner or you know whatever it is and it's like yeah. and for i don't it's really interesting how it ever gets that far but i, I guess know. people always try to take things to the extreme but there's so much from what you just said just yeah. now because from what i know like yeah you were kind of like starting with instagram when it was like there was hardly any fitness influencers but the reason we do run into each other all the time is because there's always like fitness e fitness events and like, yeah. like hey what's going on like how you been and, and and so that's always neat and uh um but john over here is quiet because he's like looking over your labs right now but uh, <laughs> but but when you first started coming in with us is because you kept hearing that we do labs and 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 the one thing that always stuck out from something that you said was that you've been obviously on this journey but but every time that you went to your doctor and like whatever and they always just said well they said everything's fine but i don't feel fine yeah right and so it was like can you guys what else can you guys tell me is basically what you came in here when it came down to like yeah. this part like obviously we were, we're friends but when it came down to working with us you were just like can you guys tell me something different yeah and that's what's so mind-blowing that um so full transparency lost my period going into covid um, and originally I thought, oh, it's just extra stress on my body. Um, it'll come back eventually. Still hasn't come back. I knew something was wrong. Um, went to my doctor's gyno primary. They're telling me, don't worry about it. And in my head, I'm thinking, I know a period shows the sign of a health for a female. And um, I don't feel right. So I know something's wrong. The doctors, I don't know why they didn't, they were telling me not to worry because I, I really should. I'm about to be 30 and um, yeah. I'm not sure if I want kids, but I want it to be my choice. And the fact that my doctors are telling me not to worry about not having a period for over two years is kind of scary. So um, that's why I started doing that reverse um, and trying to unlearn everything that I did learn <laughs> growing yeah. up and really focus on health inside out. And I really want to talk about all of that just because I feel like there is still so much weight loss, especially in like Instagram, social media, magazines, people telling women all over to lose weight, but they don't show the like, yeah, if you're overweight and you're losing weight, that's healthy. But if you don't have that much to lose and then you continue, um, you're actually going to do the reverse effects on your body and become unhealthy. So I think there's not enough talk around that and having a healthy body fat and being able to be strong and lift and do all the things and working out and have healthy nutrition, but not go too far in that where you're just a bag of bones where yeah. I honestly didn't see that. It kind of turned into probably a little bit of body dysmorphia because I was still looking in the mirror and like seeing all the things that I wanted to change still. And like my legs aren't as defined as I wanted. Your abs are never as ripped as you want. And yeah. it's like, I, I wasn't seeing how skinny I was. I was just seeing everything that I still wanted to change. And that is very unhealthy. And I don't think girls talk about that right. as much as they should. Well, I think even because, because when you're on your mindset of 
like let's say you are overweight right and and you said you were at some point but but you're getting this mindset of like i need to lose this and then you just get in a habit of always telling yourself that like there's still more there's still more and then how do you figure out when that's it's that enough. this is it like yeah. that this i got to work because even in business it happens right it's almost like you all, we always want more and it's like well when are we like we what about, what happens whenever you did hit what you wanted before and just be happy with that and celebrate that instead of just like no but we want Everything more yeah like it, it, so so it's definitely a, like a human condition that we always get in these habits mm-hmm. but but then in, when it comes to health then i mean it's detrimental right like it can be I'm missing the one sheet of paper that I told you I didn't need. (laughs) I'm looking at it. Uh, So when you looked at these labs, Nikki, did you feel that this was the eye-opener, like contributing to the eye-opener? Or like what what caused you to finally like say, all right, I'm out of this. I need to stop. Yeah, honestly, it was the labs. And then I'm just very blessed that I have a ton of friends in the fitness space and wellness space that are telling me, invalidating that something's wrong that I don't have my period and that I need to look into this and dive a little bit deeper um and I've had a lot of support of how to go about that journey too which I love but um like I didn't know about all my liver problems and then the hormones that I literally am not producing estrogen and um, some of the hormones that my body should be anymore and the uh, energy and adrenals so yeah seeing that I felt like because I was working on being so active um, it my energy levels are just high but seeing that and being like oh that's why I feel so tired in the afternoons and what's happening and maybe it does have something to do with all of the the weight loss and what I'm doing and a little bit too much there um so I'm hoping the next labs will show that my adrenal functions up my hormones are back on track but we'll see I want to look at kind of your past journey recently right so how much did you weigh when you were at your heaviest heaviest probably around close to 140 so like 135 to 140 okay and you've lost how much since then so then when I was at my skinniest, uh-huh. I was about 98 pounds. Okay. Which you do not need to go that. I'm looking at you right now. You don't need to go that small. No. Okay. So at a healthy weight for you, you're guessing is what? So right now I'm right around the 112, 115 mark, okay. depending on the day. And I that's about 18 to 20% body fat, which I think is pretty healthy for a female right now. Okay. So... What is interesting about that time frame, if you're balancing weight composition, body composition, I mean, most people will measure it at like BMI, body yeah. fat composition, you know, weight and pounds, right? You know, what's going on with that fluctuation of weight is also a fluctuation of hormones. Now, you mentioned that you're about to turn 30. And for a female in their 20s, it is the most prime years that you should have to be able to be reproductive and have a reproductive cycle and be fertile whether or not you want to have kids or not like i'm just you know looking at from that perspective yeah so what is fascinating that no one talks about and like you brought up was that um females have a very different (laughs) composition when it comes to how their hormones are set up and designed like you're designed to carry a human being and grow one so you know that takes a huge 
you know, developmental kind of contribution from the body when you're in your teens and your 20s, right? It's still happening right now. And what it's fascinating is I think the the major problem is uh, women uh, are misinformed about their bodies. Yeah. And I think that doctors are not the people to tell women how and what to do with their bodies, obviously, because they can't even do that legally anymore, yeah. you know, uh, in some states. But uh, another topic, another topic. <laughs> but but if you think about taking you know health into your own hands, at what point in your life were you ever talked about estrogen and discussed estrogen? When I came here, honestly. So even my gyno, I you have to ask to do those labs. And I never thought about any of that because I just assumed I look healthy. I must be healthy on the inside and everything's fine. Um, so until it's been a few months that I lost my period and really felt like something was wrong, I wasn't looking into that. And so so let me just kind of walk through this, your your head when you're thinking this right now. So you hadn't been on birth control. I was on birth control for over 10 years. Okay. I went off birth control that summer that I lost my period. And so when you say lost your period, you had already lost your period anyway because of birth control or were you still having a period? I was not having my period anymore. So let me backtrack. So you hadn't had a period for how long? Um, Five months-ish, I would guesstimate. Let's go bigger in your life. How many years? Oh, that I haven't. I was, on, I had my period on birth control. Okay, which is interesting. A lot of women are given birth control just to suppress their period. Yeah. And a lot of women still no, it regulated yeah. mine. Which is interesting, right? Yeah. So because birth control is like microdoses of estrogen and progesterone and to some degrees for some people, but really it's estrogen. And so what you're doing is you're kind of like microdosing the body to basically say like, don't produce any more estrogen. You're getting it from an outside source. And that kind of suppresses the body's natural production of estrogen. Yeah. And then it kind of shuts down like your own production. Um, that's kind of what you're taught, I guess, to help women regulate their cycles from yeah. the medical standpoint. But it, it's backwards. It, it's, it doesn't make any sense from a biochemical standpoint, right? Uh, estrogen and uh, has an effect on the rest of the hormones for the entire body, right? Yeah. Like we didn't even... There's progesterone, right, that comes along with that cycle, right? And then there's precursors to all that stuff. You mentioned your adrenals. Most women think thyroid, and they think, oh, that's the other hormone that I have problems with. I'm like, no, like, it's It's all related. It's all related. So when that's happening with your hormones, that's what's going on with weight fluctuation. So imagine someone who's gaining weight. That's also happening. Like, you made different hormones when you were bigger. Yeah. All right? And now that you're skinnier, you make different kinds of hormones. And what's fascinating about it is because of your labs, we've looked and a while ago I was saying like, oh, look at these labs. You know, it's interesting. You make protective uh, hormones whenever you have healthier body composition. And that's what we've kind of recently discovered in in health. So when you talk about like really how we view fitness, okay, and I know that you've seen this just because you've been such a big influencer for what, the past six, seven years at least, right? Yeah. You've seen trends, right? You see lots of trends. Oh, you got to try this now and you got to try this. (laughs) And like, this is the new thing, right? And then it kind of goes back to like, well, prove to me that it's working. Yeah. Right. And then we do labs and this validates or, you know, what you're doing. And so at this point in your life, when you were, the first time we did this was May of 2020. 
right? I know you had maybe a lab or two before this, right? But really, this was a bigger lab for you. Yeah. All right. So May of 20, how much did you weigh? Probably around that 100 mark. That 100 mark. So probably the the skinniest, the lightest you've ever been in your life. Yeah. Okay. Now, at that point, looking at your labs compared to March of this year. Yeah. Okay. March of this year was the second round of labs. How much did you weigh then? Around the 105, 106. So I starting to go up. So slightly. Right. Yeah. We're talking four or five pounds, right? Okay. So looking at those labs, just if, if I can be frank, it looks like the labs of a 60 or 70 year old female. <laughs> it's depressing. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I hate to break it, you know, to anyone or you again, like all over again, but that's what we talked about. Yeah. Like we, we were like, you know, the first time around we we're like, you know, this isn't a good start. I look start. like I'm in menopause. You look like you're in menopause. And and for a woman who's in their 20s, right, like that shouldn't happen. It's I, terrifying. It is terrifying because <laughs> then you think about, well, what's the future hold for me, right? And what is fascinating is because, you know, we have known each other for a few years and, you know, I know how how much you're involved in the health and wellness community and how much of an inspiration you are to other women. And what's fascinating is when we had this conversation, I'll never forget, like it was kind of mind blowing for you because you're like, wow, like I still need to figure this out. Right. And I've still like, not healthy. This is not healthy in this way. Right. So, so, but looking at it now, I'm dissecting this again. All right. I'm taking the positives out of this. When we looked at these hormones, here was this before, Mm -hmm. just for the people who are not able to see it there's a range for your hormones, like your sex hormones, like the estrogen, progesterone, and the precursor signals. There was four labs measured for your sex hormones. Three out of the four were below the measurable lower range. Yeah. Like they weren't even measurable. They're just like, it's not there. Later this year, three out of the four were now in measurable ranges. And that is showing, I know, slow progress, but still progress for me. It's, so. it's something, right? And so what that tells me is that could the cycle come back? And then I say, yes, this is how it starts. You're looking at a measurement and a regression of going back to what you know was before. I think the inspiration for women to take home is that for some – there is a chance that yeah. you can you can reverse a lot of the issues that you know you've been dealing with, and maybe have been you know uh, doing to yourself for the last couple of years, right? So well, it's it's the whole idea that like we we do damage or have a lifestyle for many many years, and 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 then people sometimes expect to get to change like overnight. It's like well, it's yeah. also not going to be overnight either. Sometimes it does, you know. But in, in the same way that sometimes people, every once in a while, you get like a, a female that's been on, you know, on birth control all her life. She gets off. She gets pregnant right away. Like that usually doesn't yeah. really happen. But but it happens every once in a while. Um, but I I, I want to get into like yeah how are, how are you feeling whenever you first started getting labs because yeah. you obviously there was some like bad news but at least you. Would you say at least you knew, okay, this is where I'm at. This makes sense to how I feel. Is that? Yeah. I mean, it was validating that something was wrong and that I was right in that to be concerned and do something about it. It's obviously eye-opening and a little shocking to see, oh my God, I'm literally not producing 
the hormones that I should be and my body is not where it should be for my age right now. Um, but I'm also, I know because of being in this space for so long and that I'm promoting, oh, if you're trying to lose weight, it's not going to happen overnight. Like this is something that you need to make a lifestyle and really work at and be patient. And so it goes the same for this. I knew it wasn't going to be a fast turnaround. This is something that I'm going to have to implement in my everyday life and really work at and put the work in to see the results over time. So my head was okay, I'm not okay right now. (laughs) Um, And this might take a couple years to get back on track, but I need to start right now and actually do something about it if I want to see the changes. I'm looking at the labs again when it comes to your insulin. And what's interesting with estrogen, estrogen regulates insulin. Mm -hmm. And most women don't know that. So when a woman loses estrogen, over time, they go into menopause. Like we've been told that. Well, second, there's lots of estrogens that women make. You can make up to seven really in a lifetime, but there's three that are measurable. We measure two here. We measure two with you. We measure the bad kind that you make in menopause and then the good kind that you stop making you yeah. know, in your 20s, right? But when you stop making the one, the good estrogen – you lose that regulation of insulin, do you also become kind of pre-diabetic, right? Well, when we, first, when we first did your labs in May of 20, you really, your blood sugar wasn't high, but your insulin was. And you were at your skinniest you've ever been. So you were kind of like insulin resistant, even though you were like 99 pounds. Yeah. Which is fascinating, Because usually from a clinical textbook standpoint, they tell us a person who is insulin resistant is going to be overweight. And so if you, if I'm looking at this again now, going back to the weight loss thing, we, we know that weight loss can be great for a lot of people, but think about this. I want you to go back to when you were, you know, May of 2020, right? Pandemic just started. Mm-hmm. Okay. What was diet like? What was mentality like? What was, you know, your lifestyle like then? High stress, but uh, always on the go still, <laughs> I would say. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. So I like how you said that because we looked at your adrenals and what was the adrenals like? I think they were, uh, they were a little run down. Yeah. 130 was your DHAS and your adrenals, actually no, it was 151. And your cortisol was like through the roof. Your cortisol was like really high the first time. Yeah, you're right. So your cortisol was through the roof and your insulin was too. But your blood sugar was low. So I don't think you were, you weren't eating that much. No. I was working out more, eating probably the same. Right. This is right before the first time she This was the first labs. The first labs when you were at your skinniest you've ever been in your life. Yeah. You were working out more and eating less. Yeah. And you were insulin resistant. And you had no period, sorry to say that, like that, but you didn't, right? And your adrenals were kind of shot because, like, you're just firing yeah. cortisol left and right, all right? To me, that is hormone dysfunction, mm-hmm. right? Your metabolism is off, mm-hmm. right? How did you feel then? Tired. You were tired, <laughs> like, all the time? Um, yeah, I would say maybe not all the time, but every day it would be kind of like a roller coaster. You'd be high energy. I also 
for sales, you kind of have to hype yourself up and be high energy when you're with customers and stuff. And that would feel like it'd be taking a lot out of me to try to be very high energy. Yeah, of course, right? So let me ask you, how did you do it? At energy drinks, coffee, yeah. all the wrong ways. <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay. Most people do it that way, Yeah. right? Because what's fascinating is that they don't have energy going in to work, but somehow they're like, I have to find it somehow to face the day. Yeah. And people do it the same way with the gym. Yeah. Well, yeah. So I'd be like, I know I get more energy and I feel better when I work out. So I started instead of when I was in the office. So this is also a shift with COVID because I was going into the office before COVID every day. And so sleeping in until probably the last possible second that I could go, go to the office, do one workout afterwards, and then come home. COVID happens. I'm working from home. I need the extra energy. So I'm waking up early to go do a workout to get the day started. And then during lunch, I'm doing a walk to also get some movement in. And then I'm doing an actual like lifting or hit workout after words too. Yep. <laughs> no one needs to work out that much. <laughs> well, let me ask you this. You're making me think about this. <laughs> Instead of overeating like most people were doing, you were over-exercising. Yes. That was that was your addiction. That was your dopamine hit. That was your yeah. sugar. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But we see that in, in, in uh, endurance athletes as well, right? Like as far as similar markers. Oh, yeah. Well, this – What's fascinating is I think when we first spoke, we we talked about it being like, oh, this is the makings of you being a D1 athlete your whole life and, you know, being an endurance athlete, like you just go get her and like you just run yourself ragged, right? Yeah. Well, that does happen. But then also when you run yourself ragged, it also can suppress your hormones, right? And so that's what happens with this is you're like, well, you know, you've hit the accelerator button in life and kind of, you know, now you're, like I said, menopausal like woman looking at right now and i'm just like man like you know what does it look like down the road and what i've also seen here you know with the this emotional connection to health and and what's fascinating is you were a fitness influencer and you have been forever and yet like you're still just like everyone else trying to figure out your path to health and wellness. Oh, yeah. And and the hormone thing is difficult because it, it changes over time. It changes with your stress and your environment, right? And and with women, I think that's why a lot of women come to us to basically a couple guys and you know, hanging out here <laughs> you know, talking about hormones and they say, Well, can you tell us about our hormones? Right? Because these other, you know, people haven't really kind of figured it out. I look at like your cholesterol, right? Your cholesterol was high but your sugar wasn't your liver enzymes were high right we talked about that where are those at and both of those things kind of run in my family I rem- so i remember yeah. we talked about that too and what i've also seen you know right here uh we have a c- couple people that we know that's the same thing did anyone ever talk to you about like liver health growing up never does a doctor ever talk I to you about liver health? i never thought about that <laughs> so most people don't know this, especially women. Um, the liver regulates all your hormones. Did not know that. And I want to point out I never thought about it because I always as- associated like drinking with a bad liver. Yeah. And I don't drink that much, ah. especially the past couple of years. Like I wasn't really drinking during COVID. So I'm like, 
Why do I need to worry about my liver? So, so l- then let's. <laughs> that's a, let's, that, that's, that's a, a very interesting. That's point, a very yeah. point. <laughs> good point because I'm looking at these liver enzymes on both the May of 2020 and then the March of 2022, and the liver enzymes are both high, like yeah. in both cases. And you're like, I'm not eating junk food, you know. I am not drinking. No. Right, and like my liver enzymes are through the roof, and these are the same enzymes that people look at when it comes to like alcoholics and you know like uh, too much medications and things like that, or like hepatitis. And so you think like, oh my gosh, like you're like inflamed. Yeah. Right. That first test that I came in, I do remember it was right after I broke my foot too. So we thought that could be sending inflammation. That's right, because your <laughs> your general inflammation markers, I think. We're very high. We're very high. They came down a little bit. I'm trying to find that page, but they. But did that injury take a while to heal? Oh yeah, because I Uh, am psycho and can't. And you kept trying to work it out. Yeah, Yeah, that's right. (laughs) So yeah, so was interesting was at May of 2020, you were inflamed, maybe or not because it was the broken, you know, bone, but your insulin was high, your liver enzymes were high, your cholesterol was probably high. I know we didn't measure, but I'm guessing your cortisol was high. Mm-hmm. You were super skinny. Apparently, your cholesterol—you hit me like a lot of like cholesterol particles in your blood. Um, yeah, like the it, energy, the adrenals were honestly the holy shit. What am I doing with my life? Thing because I remember having that conversation. You were like, "If you keep doing whatever you're doing right now, you're gonna hit thirty and you're just gonna crash." Yep. And that was like. I need to do something about this because if I want to keep living a healthy, active lifestyle, I can't keep going down this track. Yeah. And that's probably because we see a lot of endurance athletes and I consider you one of them, right? Yeah. Because you are more likely to work out more for longer periods of time than others and be able to bounce back and do it again yeah. for whatever reason. Right. Because I know it. you're not running on hormones. You're running on cortisol and like pure adrenaline possibly. <laughs> like that's really what I'm seeing here. Yeah. Because like if you were a guy, I'd be like, dude, you have no testosterone. Like how are you going to the gym? Like yeah. what is going on with you? And you don't. You don't have testosterone either. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, so it's like imagine you're waking up every day trying to face the day and think like I got to do this. I have to do this. And I have nothing behind me like to like help me get through it. Right. Yeah. Uh, you know, we didn't even get into the dopamine part, right? Which is the next part. Yeah. So now that you're at a healthier weight. Yeah. Okay. I'll say that right now. How many workouts do you do a week? A week? Um, probably still around like 10. Still around 10. If you're counting like walks and stuff too. Uh, no, nah, I don't count walks. There's not, it's not count walks in this case. Okay, six. So six, yeah. six workouts, like a lifting, like I go to the gym or some kind of cardio, or like a class, or, a, a or, class something. or something. Okay, yeah. so six. That's like every other day at least, or maybe or every, every day. day, every day, almost every day. Okay, and so uh, diet hasn't changed. Diet has changed. Um, so eating more healthy fats, eating more calories. Um, trying to be more conscious about when I'm eating. So not doing like the fasting things anymore. Um, and yeah, I'd just say those are probably the primary ones. And she's been taking liver love for a year now, right? Yeah. Low over a year now. Go back to the fasting thing. You stop fasting? I definitely try to eat breakfast 
every day. Yeah. Uh, which I technically has have always eaten breakfast because it's my favorite meal but it would just sometimes be like breakfast. after noon or something gotcha it'd be eggs in the afternoon yeah 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 yeah, yeah. um so now i'm trying to do at least three meals a day okay yeah. do you get some carbs in there yeah okay how do you feel uh more energy already um i will say Especially as a, a girl, the thing that I've noticed the most is my hair is becoming healthier again. Nice. So it's not falling out anymore. It's not thinner. Um, I actually recently got a haircut. My hairdresser was literally just feeling my hair being like, what have you been doing? <laughs> it, yeah. Because um, it used to be really thick and curly and healthy. And then it got started getting very frail and thin, falling out. And now it's like slowly coming back so that was really exciting to me that's too. awesome <laughs> do, you, do you feel less stressed too yeah i yeah. mean i've definitely had some stressful times the sure. past couple months so uh that hasn't helped with things but overall yes i'm just more you can a little bit better probably yeah i mean whether you have more to to give whenever those stressful times come yeah and yeah. i think a lot of that has also i've been doing like more adaptogens mushroom type uh things and adding that to my diet for the cortisol and like ashwanga and all of that so what were you gonna say no well i want to i want to go back to like bef like when you were at your heaviest mm -hmm. right like maybe get into like what got you like what what got you to there but then also what i really want to find out is like what what made you like what got to the point or what was the point where you were just like no i, I need to get in i need to start losing weight i need it like what was yeah. that i mean i've been an athlete my whole life but it's like softball lacrosse soccer all of that stuff i was not doing any workouts on the side i did not care about nutrition at all um so my only workouts were doing the sports uh and then i'd go home and eat ice cream every day and <laughs> junk food and all of the the things that middle school and high schoolers just like go through and not thinking about the sizes of my meals or the time of day or any of that and so it really was just I was eating a ton and not working out that much <laughs> um, and I always just thought oh it's my just how my body is and like because I'm looking at my family members that are older and like that's just what I'm gonna look like and um that's going to be my future. And so I thought that way until literally college when I started lifting. And I would say the breaking point was probably senior year of high school. Um, and I was just like picking myself and my specifically my stomach has always been my most self-conscious part. And I'm like, I don't want to be feeling like this every day and hating myself and my body and how I look like I should feel confident when I'm wearing clothes or when I'm with a group of people, I don't want to always be like tugging at myself and stuff. So, um, honestly college, when I started the training and lifting and started to see a little bit of results, I was like, I need to go all in on this and really make it a priority and start, um, being more confident in myself because as soon as I started lifting and I'm hitting new PRs and people are telling me how good I look and that all felt amazing and I wanted to just keep going and um, honestly kind of didn't have a set goal 
in mind to lose weight or like the 25 pounds or whatever when I first started, but it just happened and I loved the results and how I was feeling and being able to set goals for in the gym and lifting and then hit them and you feel so self-confident and um, starting to love your own body and and seeing what it can do. So it just kind of got addicting from there, but I don't know if there was like a set. Yeah. I'm going to lose this. It was like over time because of what happened in my life and because I joined the diving team and started learning about all of this stuff and seeing the results and then it addiction. <laughs> yeah. Then you got addicted to Yeah, for sure. That, that, that happens. Yeah. <laughs> Is addiction a bad thing? Uh, depends what you're addicted to. I didn't think it was a bad thing cause I'm like, Oh, it's a healthy addiction. I like to work out and eat well. And then it just went a little too far. So I think, to a point (laughs) to a point so addiction involves dopamine just like we were talking about earlier so people who work out like every day yeah imagine if someone told you you you're not going to work out today no more i I can't mentally do it (laughs) right yeah right and it's it's fascinating because that automatically popped up for you that response like nope that's not going to happen right nope that not even (laughs) non-negotiable at this point right now yeah so when I ask 30-year-olds below the age of 30, I ask them a very simple question. I love doing this. Can you sit still for 20 minutes with your eyes closed and not look at your phone? Probably. Well, in like yoga and stuff, I do that, but it's very difficult. If you asked me like two <laughs> years ago when I first started this, no. And that's why I started getting more into yoga and trying to meditate and everything because my mind was always go, 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 what's the next thing that you have to do? What is on your to-do list? And sitting with myself was very, very difficult. Yep. And that was what 10 out of 10 people under the age of 30 would answer. It's like, there's no way I can do it. They'll answer just as quickly as you did before. Just like, nope, can't do that. (laughs) And I think, why? And I know why is a trigger word for some, but I'm like, no, let's go there. It's like, why? Yeah. And people, like you said, it's like, I can't sit still. I'm like, yeah, but why can't you sit still? It's like, my mind, I can't, I can't stop yeah. I can, moving. And I'm like, but why? Yeah. But why can't you stop moving? And you're like, well, movement is life. I got to keep going and everything. I'm like, yeah, but you feel better when you sit still for just a minute. Yeah. I know you're not sitting at a desk. It's different than sitting at a desk looking at a computer because that type of sitting is bad for your health. You're sitting on a blue screen all day. Which I also do for my work. (laughs) Which is what you probably feel you have to do opposite of to get out of that routine. You're like, I have to move around. I'm indoors more. I'm missing sunlight. You're an athlete. Most people don't think that way. They're not thinking like, oh my gosh, I'm sun deficient now because I work from home. (laughs) Like, you know, they're not thinking that crap. You know, like you're, uh, okay, I got to keep moving. I got to keep moving. The skinnier someone gets doesn't mean they're healthier. And the more people work out doesn't mean that they're healthier, right? The more they eat chocolate doesn't mean they're healthier. The more they get sunlight doesn't mean that they get healthier. The more water that they get doesn't mean that they get healthier. But it's weird because... We assume that. Working out makes you happy. Yeah. What else makes you happy? Um, Honestly, being out in nature. So I love going on adventures, doing hiking and exploring new places. Um being with friends and family, just being around community and connecting. Is that addicting? I think it is because I continue <laughs> to. So that's why I ask. Is that a wrong kind? Is addiction bad? No. 
But again, I'm going to say it depends what it is. <laughs> so then look at it this way. Look at it as it's just a constant. Yeah. Right? Addiction is not something that we have to try to get rid of. We need to embrace it. Yeah. Because it is part of our overall function and of who we are. And find a healthy balance. And find a healthy it. balance. How to find a healthier addiction, right? Let's be honest. You're not giving up sugar. You're not giving up working oh, yeah. out, right? Some people are like, I'm not giving up wine. I'm like, okay, we'll have another conversation down the road if this is the case. But <laughs> let's just be real here. Let's do this sensibly and say, how can we help support your body's response to all these things, right? Because just like stress, it's constant, right? So like yeah. – I still, you know, you talked about labs before and it goes back to it. Now that I've heard all the change that you've gone through in the last, what, less than a year. Yeah. Right? Since March. How much weight have you put, put on since March? Uh, a good 10 pounds. Good 10 pounds. Yeah. And you know, I like how you said that a good 10 pounds. <laughs> yeah. Like, you're like, does that feel good to say that? It feels weird still because I'm still trying to get out of that mindset of, lose weight and lose fat and be smaller so it is very hard to switch that yeah and be like gaining weight is good that's what my body needs that's what i should be doing and like seeing that change now just to briefly talk about that because this is what a lot of women go through yeah. same deal right because at one point you will say, hey, you need to put some weight back on for the ones who've gone through the eating disorders and yeah. and the dysmorphia. Like we know this. Yeah. That mindset, that neuropath that's in the mind, how are you dealing with it? Like what what are you doing for it? It's hard. Yeah. <laughs> Every day it's just honestly I'm taking it day by day. Some days I, I wake up and I'm looking in the mirror and I'm like, I feel freaking good. I'm, I look good. I'm strong. I like this new body. And other times I go back and I'm like, I have a belly again. Like I can't <laughs> see my abs. I, this is, I don't like it. And it's really difficult. So it honestly depends on the day, depends on the hour and how I'm feeling and everything. But just having... The mindset where I know this is healthy mm -hmm. and I know that I want to be healthy and be able to do things and be active until well um, into like my 70s and have a long life. So that's the goal. Like if I'm uncomfortable right now because I'm trying to get my metabolism back because I'm trying to be on Ha doing a healthier diet and have more body fat like that's worth it for the long term goals to me. Awesome. <laughs> That's all. I mean, but it's going to, is it ever going to go away? No. And I know that. And so that's why I want to be very open and talk to people yeah. about it because I don't think enough people and especially women talk about that. And no, I, I'm going to be struggling with that probably the rest of my life, but embracing that and learning how to deal with it and cope and just know that I'm going to have like in my bad days, I'm good. I know I'm going to have a good day coming up. It's going to pass. So if you embrace it, does that mean that it's a struggle? It still is a struggle right now for me, but I think it gets easier with time, and I hope that it won't be a struggle. What what thing that it could also become easier just from the when you can accept it, right? Like we just accept that it that you're gonna have off days and on yeah. days. And I guess that'd be. Are you there yet? Except, yeah. Are you acceptance? I am. I. I since I can't say that straight out, I'm going to say no. <laughs> <laughs> there yeah, but, we are. But You're it definitely, right. definitely does seem like you, you, you've developed a, a sense for it. Like, okay, I, 
because you're obviously yeah. right now you're maybe in the moment you're you're just thinking like oh i, I don't like this and whatever yeah. and but do you catch that pretty quickly do you know do you yeah or is it becoming quicker i've become a lot better at when i have that negative self-talk or i'm looking at it just to remind myself of like my long-term goals and what i'm trying to do and why i am putting the effort in and, and gaining weight and looking this way so i definitely am getting better at that <laughs> i think i'm close to acceptance um but it still is an everyday battle and i think it, it's gonna be like that for a while do you think that all of us have a similar internal battle going on first yeah whatever it may be i think we all struggle with different whether it be body image or how you're seen like in the workplace or whatever struggle you're going with i think everybody has something that they're going through yeah. you keep going back to uh people is that your community that helps you through this i mean what has it been like to have a community through this whole you know process um I mean, amazing. I'm so thankful for everybody in Austin that I've met, um, that I know so many people in the health and wellness space, like I was saying, so that I have people to go to and ask questions. I know other people are going through this. Um, and I'm lucky for that because if I was still honestly in Boston or not so uh, into this health and wellness space, I probably would have felt very much alone and thinking that I'm the only one going through it and there's nothing else out there. So that's why on my Instagram, I'm talking about my journey and what I'm going through and weight gain and all of these things, because I think other people aren't as lucky to have those resources in their life to be able to go to. So being open about it and showing people like this is as much as it shouldn't be, it's normal for girls yeah. and like a lot of people are going through this and don't feel alone and I've been getting messages from girls from all over the country reaching out after I openly talk about that and just being like thank you so much for for shedding light on this and talking about it because I'm going through it right now and I, I didn't know other people were so I think it's huge to have a community and resources and people to go to and rely on yeah yeah, well, I mean, I applaud you for that because that that is I could imagine that it's not the easiest for like you know if you live in a city like uh, we're very fortunate in Austin that there's a big wellness like fitness obviously but also wellness community yeah. right like you can talk about whatever you want and someone's gonna have Which like is not necessarily the same thing yeah. correct which is not necessarily yeah. no, the same not. thing yeah. like you know, because there's I, I've been to like you know like. I can't even think of, but I, I've been in, well, even in Austin at one point, there was a lot of just fitness based and we would have to like kind of weed through like, yeah, that's not true. But now it's like, there's a balance. There's a pretty yeah. good balance now, at least now in, in our immediate community. They're being more holistic, mm -hmm. Correct. full approach now. Um, yeah. But, but I imagine that if you don't have that or, or, or a place to go and just hang out or like go to classes and like, I, I, I've heard people going to a yoga class before and then they start talking about like hormones and like i can pick it up because i understand it so maybe if i didn't understand it i would just keep walking yeah uh, but but it's just interesting to 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 hear that like in a community that can help so much but i can imagine how hard it could be if you have no one to talk to or yeah. or anyone to just bounce ideas off because like you said i mean even doctors will be like yeah like you're fine you're fine don't worry about it and that's like you're supposed to who you're supposed to trust the most and i honestly think that 
difference between the wellness space and the fitness space is the fitness space will just say, I'll just keep working out and eating clean and versus the wellness is like, no, look at what's happening, like labs, what's happening inside and the different biomarkers and hormones and um, functions. And you have to have that more holistic 360 approach like I was saying before, instead of just, oh, you look healthy, you look like you're toned and fit, so you're good. Yeah, I agree completely. I uh, I love helping people with hormones. I think it's something that's very important because no one has really grasped how how important hormone balance really is, and how stress is affect like affects it. Yeah. And so, like the the working out, the fitness. I, I love a community that supports someone and, and brings them up. And I was thinking about this earlier, you know, when you were looking for a community and you're like, well, where can you find it? Some people think churches, some people think yoga classes, right? I was thinking a chiropractic office. Like, you know, you imagine if you're in a small town, you probably have a chiropractic office, maybe, yeah. you know, I'd go over there and that chiropractor has probably taught some healthy stuff. Yeah. nutrition, maybe a little mindset. Trust me, you go to any chiropractor's office cross country, everyone's different. But they'll know some more holistic thinking, right? The most important thing that we've been talking about, like since we probably met over these labs, has been the mindset and supporting your mindset through a community of either nature or people and events or, you know, like podcasts even. You know, yeah. like I've told so many people, like we have a podcast solely for the idea that we share stories about yeah. our journeys with the hope that inspires others to be like, oh my God, I didn't know that you used to be 40 pounds overweight. Like, think about this. You used to be, what, 30, 40 pounds overweight? Yeah. How much did you weigh at one point? I was 60 pounds heavier, uh, 220. All right, 220. And then I was 40 pounds heavier at one point from now, so that was like 200 pounds. So that's pretty incredible. If you think about that, because if we're all in the health and wellness realm right now yeah. and everyone sees us right now, they're going to be like, oh my gosh, look at them. They've always been yeah. healthy and fit. And we're like, you have no idea the struggles that we behind have gone through behind yeah. it. And I think that's why it resonates is that you have to tell people like, look, no one got there alone. There's no way that someone just said, I woke up one day and I have six pack abs. Yeah. Wow, I did that all by myself. I'm like, no, you did it. Yeah. No, you did it, right? No one just woke up one day and said, Wow, my hair got better. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like no one just woke up one day and said, Hey, I found yoga. Yeah, no. Right? He's done yoga every day now for how many days now? It's it's been no, like eight years, nine yeah. years, like something like that. That's crazy. Yeah. Right? And like when he was his heaviest, he couldn't even bend over and touch his toes. Yeah. But yet he was running marathons and Ironman. And I was like, dude, you're not healthy. And he's yeah. like, what are you talking about? I can run faster than you can. I can run longer than you can. I'm yeah. like, you can't even bend over to touch your toes, man. What's <laughs> no. wrong with you? You know, and you were how old were you? Like 30? That's 30, yeah. 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 And so my 30s, for the people, you know, who still are in their 20s, I learned a lot in my 30s. Wait, how old are we now? 41? 40? I'm about to be 41. Oh, yeah. I, you know, I feel you. better than I've ever felt, yeah. by the way. I was going to say, and you look amazing, so <laughs> you would never guess it. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Well, that is, I think, hope to others. Yeah. I do take care of myself. Let's not just say I woke up out of bed and all of a sudden I no. just got better. Yeah. 
I've been detoxing my liver every day and doing infrared light every day and doing sauna three times a mm-hmm. week. And I mean, the, the diet, the diet is just on clockwork now. Yeah. I know exactly what to eat. I don't even worry. And it's just sustenance. Yeah. Is the I mean, think about it. If you can eat a whole avocado with black pepper and be full for hours, like why would you eat anything else? <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. But I think what your story, like going back to it, you've inspired a lot of people. Um, you're hopefully getting to the point where you're going to be comfortable in your own skin. Yeah. And I think that's I'm probably sure you the get goal. bits of that already, right? Yeah. It's been up and down because obviously – when you're a little chubby growing up, you're getting made fun of at school and stuff. You're not comfortable. Lost the weight. So self-confident. Loved my body. Loved the way I look. And then when I hit that switch that I'm not healthy anymore. And so it's like you you have to backtrack because then gaining the weight and now I'm uncomfortable again. But I know my body is healthier. So yeah. it's it's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's crazy. I my kids made me get on the weight scale yesterday. I haven't been on it in like years. Yeah. I don't care anymore. Yeah. You know, just because I know that if I feel good. That's all that matters. That's all that matters. So yeah. like, let me ask you this question, Nikki. How good do you feel nowadays? I feel good. Yeah? Yeah. All right. When you were in 2020, did you feel good? I I did. I liked my body, but. I wasn't feeling good on the inside. <laughs> so you like your body now and you like your mind as well and you feel happy about yourself now? Yeah, that's for great. the most part. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's yeah. huge. But I, going back to what you said, like you don't always know people's journeys and what they're going through and yeah. everything. I think social media is such – it's kind of toxic that way because you post pictures and you're like, oh, they look amazing. They're always like that, like you were saying, and you don't – always see the full journey or what's going on behind the camera for people. Yeah. I, I enjoy that. You do that often that yeah. you do like, you, to you know, cause <laughs> everybody will post like, here's a post a picture from before. And it's like, but you know, it's once every once in a while, like you do it yeah. pretty often. And I appreciate that. Cause and I thought about that today too. Cause uh, I have a before and after now apparently. And it's funny cause uh, I keep thinking about yours all the time for Forever to eternity, before and after photos are the biggest testimonials and inspirations you can look for because it's like visuals. Like, yeah. Like, oh my gosh. But when you see it yourself, I think it's a reposting of, you know, for yourself. It's like, look how, how far I, I've come. Yeah. yeah. Right. And I think you should also have a follow up to the before and after and like, here's now. Yeah. Right. Because I think the after is not necessarily like what's going to be forever. Yeah. Because a lot of people like gain weight back, they'll lose weight again. I'm sure you're going to do that throughout your life, right? You're oh, going to yeah. gain and lose weight, right? Yeah. You'll probably do it today. Yeah. <laughs> right? it, just, it happens, right? Um, but it's not the same kind of gaining weight it was before. No, this is more of a, I'm just adding more calories in a healthy way. I'm not eating ice cream every day yeah. anymore. It's yeah. not like... So in my head, I'm trying to do kind of like a lean bulk where I'm doing more, I'm getting body fat and way more muscle now by lifting more, less hit, more like yoga, low intensity, um, and eating the right things versus, oh, I have to put on 10 pounds. Let's like eat a whole gallon of ice cream and all this popcorn and like all of 
chips and stuff so wow. yeah. yeah well because that, that i imagine that some people is like oh, can think i need to gain some gain some weight and then they're going to go eat all the worst things because yeah. you can gain the p- 10 pounds pretty quickly well and that's what <laughs> people also don't talk about that for like um almost like not a skin i don't want to say skinny shaming but a little bit where people will look at you and be like oh poor you you have to gain weight but it's such a mental struggle for people that have been trying to lose weight their whole life to then Mm -hmm. have to gain weight and it's almost this i would say it's the same struggle to lose weight than it is to gain weight for people some people yeah because you're, you're still looking at food like is this going to help me yeah put on some pounds right so you're like very focused on on food and i i i, I want to point this out again too because most people will count calories they'll count carbs they'll count you know sugar intake and all that and i guess you can get down to that um I think that like if you have a specific goal, you have to kind of follow a regimen to get there. Like if you're saying I'm trying to put on some 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 muscle, then I'm like you have to eat protein. Like yep. you have to eat some kind of fat that's healthy and lean. And usually that's going to come from like some kind of animal product or you know for, if you're a vegan, I mean you're eating <laughs> tofu after tofu, I guess. Like I I mean I guess, but it's it's tough because I know in order to put on that and keep it consistent, you're going to eat a lot of meat. Yeah. Right. Which just comes down to it. And it's not protein powders. Right. Like after that, because that can be inflammatory to somebody. But you you did that eight years ago, like the rest of us. Right. You're like, yeah, yeah I'll do pea protein because it's vegan and it's healthy. And then all of a sudden everyone has gut issues. And you're like, no yeah. more. Right. You did the fasting thing. I'm sure your diet's going to change in five years. Oh, yeah. Right. Do you still, <laughs> do you still eat ice cream every once in a while? Um, I occasionally. <laughs> Um, I used to like crave it all the time. And I think because I cut it, <laughs> fully cut it out, I like no don't deal. need it anymore. Yeah. What, so what's your ice cream of choice now? I love popcorn. I will that's have thing? like a whole thing. Yeah. Like I, the but, movie popcorn? No, I actually, that's the weird thing. I don't like movie popcorn because it's too salty and buttery yeah. for me. I have an Orville Redenbacher <laughs> actual like air popper at home. <laughs> nice. But I could do like five buckets of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just in one sitting? Uh, I don't do that, but like I love popcorn. I could. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the last time I had popcorn I was at it was at uh Alamo Draft House and I was with my girlfriend and we bought one thing because it's big. Oh yeah. And she ate like maybe three three bites or like three handfuls and i don't know what got into me i was just like i'm because because i was thinking we're gonna share this we're gonna finish it but she only had the five high and then i ended up eating the rest man for like three days i was just (laughs) not feeling the best yeah my mom used to go to the movie theater just to get popcorn when we were going i've done that before yeah 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 (laughs) yeah i to each their own i get that right i i like to ask people their three favorite foods yeah and uh, you can imagine what most of them are, right? And so, like, you know, it's popcorn. It's all this, your snacks, like your your favorites, like ice cream, blah, blah, blah. Merrick said coffee. Yeah. She said that was her favorite food. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, that's about right for some <laughs> you know, people. I say love coffee. People say wine. Yeah. Like, so when we talk about, like, f- weight loss, right, you go to it. Let's say with you, it's not the problem food, right? Like, food's not the problem, right? But if, imagine if it was. For some people, in a sense, like, all right, well, like, I can't give up my bread. Yeah. I'm like, why? I also have my allergies, though, too, which put a ton of different 
stuff. It's but the thing time. is, the Wait, thing, you, but you realize you, you had allergies, though. Most people you, don't realize they have allergies. Yeah, have you gotten rid of some of those allergies now that you're putting on weight again and you're feeling healthier? I'm um, just curious. I, I've had allergies my whole life. So uh, it's been cycles, though. So I do have to get tested every three years. But my first allergy ever was actually eggs when I was nine months old. And thank God I outgrew that because yeah. I eat eggs every single day now. But um then it was nuts when I was like five or six, which I've been told I won't ever outgrow no matter what. Um, citrus when I was 12 or 13, which I still have, but it's slowly getting better now. Um, <laughs> That's crazy. Oat, wheat, and soy. For I'm still inflammatory tor- towards it, but not technically allergic to oat anymore. Um, still stay away from, so I can't do like tofu or anything like soy is not good for me. You're not missing um, out. <laughs> and wheat, yeah. So I have a lot of, and seeds and stuff. So to get like your hormones back in balance, I know a lot of people say like sesame seeds and tofu and some of the stuff that I can't even do to try to get it. You can do maca. Yeah. Just do maca. I've been Ma- supplementing with that. Yeah. yeah. Maca, ashwagandha, <laughs> take some dim. Like, yeah. yeah, like the, actually, spices and herbs are much better uh, for like women's hormones than most people realize. Like yeah. green tea extract would be outstanding for women's hormones, right? Like well, milk. those and those are all in the liver love. Oh yeah, well that's the thing. So the liver love that, that you saw uh, and you've been taking, so those are like what's called um, phytonutrients. Mm-hmm. And so those phytonutrients go and they support the liver. And what the liver does is it dumps out that inflammatory estrogen that women can make. But then it also helps like convert like T4 to T3, which is a thyroid hormone. And then it helps, you know, regulate insulin a little bit better. And it so helps it, with overall. Yeah. So like in general, you're like, well, which one? I'm like, no, it's just all of them. Because if the liver is a problem, mm-hmm. um, and with most people it is, every medication, alcoholic drink, uh, sugar, fat, cl- protein has gone through the liver right mm-hmm. birth control 10 years of birth control all went through the liver yeah and and it converts very poorly afterwards and so if the liver is backed up which most people's are uh, it's hard to get rid of this stuff that builds up in your body right like you started losing weight and getting rid of things and then you weren't holding on to things your metabolism is interesting because you really don't hold on to things right now either right yeah. But it's not a bad thing. It's just because you eat super healthy, right? You know, that's why I'm a proponent of meat. Because, like, if you eat super healthy all the time, what are you going to do? Eat a bunch of, you know, vegetables and and fruit and nuts. Like, you're not going to – the nuts might fill you up, but most people have nut issues. Yeah. So then you're like, okay, what do I do now? So then, like, like a turkey stick or a meat stick or something, like beef jerky, like, that's pretty easy for you nowadays? Uh, Yeah, I'm – I love salmon, so probably have salmon almost every day. That's awesome. Um, That's great. I had salmon twice last week. Uh, yeah. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it's what the brain is made out of, that kind of fat. Yeah. Yeah. So that's something that we talked about. Increase the fatty fish, been eating more avocado. Um, what is interesting is I did uh, another test just because I know my like life-threatening allergies that I just named that will harm me, but I don't know the other scent that I'm just sensitive that like won't close my throat that I'm inflammatory so I did one of those and chicken egg yolk so I can mm. only have the whites. whites and that's like the yolk is the most healthy part uh, so that kind of sucks but that's why you do the salmon all the time I do salmon all the time avocado um flaxseed yep. I can do can't do chia seed which is interesting but <laughs> that's so just out of curiosity 
when you eat, at what point do you say you've had enough? What tells you that you've had enough? Um, so I'm trying to be better about this again, and that's kind of a balance that I need to focus on because when I was trying to lose weight, it was when I wasn't hungry anymore. I would stop eating. Now I'm trying to get to the point where, okay, I feel full and then stop. Um, I have definitely, I go through some binges where it's like you keep eating until you're like, shit, I am way too full right now. (laughs) So finding that balance of like, okay, eat slow, be mindful when you're eating. And then when you feel full, put it down. (laughs) It doesn't matter. Just walk away. Yeah. I've seen people like pour water on their food. Uh, I mean, but that's what they have to do to stop eating, right? Because they'll have a, and then just... Or they'll throw the napkin on it, right? They'll put yeah. their, you know, forks on it. I don't know if people do that anymore, <laughs> right? What do you do? To stop eating? Yeah. Well, what I've been doing lately is just serving myself less. Like, just controlling Smaller my portion. Well, because, you know, I spent yeah. the summer in, in in Berlin, and it was like, well, the first, like, few days, I was like, this is all the food that I'm getting? <laughs> you know, because they just serve you, like, smaller yeah. portions anyways. And... Um, but I was always full afterwards. So it was never, it was never because it wasn't enough food. It's just, it was a lot less than what American they serve here. Diet yeah, sucks. exactly. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, what do you do when you go to the restaurant here? Yeah, I know. I, I just push it away. I definitely, I definitely <laughs> don't eat. I, I, well, the habit that I've now have is that I make it a point not to finish my food. That's also hard for me because I also, in the back of my mind, I'm like, I don't want to waste this food and I grew up like that so I think that also played into why I gained so much weight because growing up your parents are always like you have to finish your your dinner your full plate and so you would sit there and just try to finish everything and sometimes be uncomfortable and then like all the portions when you go out is way too much Mm -hmm. and some people just still have it in their mind i need to finish this or like clean plate well i I actually got that from jen because i called her out one time she's like you never finish your food she never does and that always leaves food on the plate and she's like yeah i don't know i'm full already And, and it didn't and i was like but you don't feel weird about like wasting food she's like no like it doesn't you know, I'm not going to put it in me. Yeah, because it's like, you know, people <laughs> yeah. are starving somewhere else. So yeah. I feel bad doing that. But at the same time, it's like a health thing. So Yeah. Well, well it's funny, though, because it's like, because now I now I think, and I've heard this before, but it's, I just dismissed it. But now I, I do think like, well, it doesn't, you know, you, people are starving. But like, if I eat it, they're still not going to eat anyways. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> they're not eating it right now. <laughs> You're not going <laughs> to eat this anyways. But, but it's it's been, and I definitely don't. It, it's easy here right because i don't know if that i could go to europe and like leave food on the plate because like sometimes it is not enough yeah and i, I still want a snack afterwards but that's but it's really more like okay i'm still full it's not like the habit used to be i'm gonna finish what's on the plate yeah no matter what yeah and then and then of course it is too much here i was at my family's this weekend i guess family's house in dallas and two different families and they eat a lot. Like, that's what we've done our whole life. We yeah. get together, we eat. And my kids don't eat as much as they do. So they kept thinking, like, what's wrong with them? Like, what? Are they, why aren't they eating? What do they eat? Yeah. And I was like, well, I really don't cook. So, like, I get them, like, carrots and grapes and, like, yeah, you know, little cheese sticks when they want some. You know, I don't do the dairy as much. But, you know, they'll 
it's just easy like real food avocado slices you know yeah. like hell i give the kids like uh, beef jerky sometimes and meat sticks yeah because they eat it it's just the easiest <clears throat> thing it's easy yeah and oh then on oh, the like seaweed and then, like seaweed oh the oldest loves seaweed like seaweed chips oh and i go, love them. they're delicious <laughs> yeah. and he'll just eat tons of them yeah and so people are like he doesn't want pizza he doesn't want a hot dog a hamburger like, what's like, wrong with it yeah i'm yeah. like what do you mean what's wrong with them like he doesn't like that stuff like because yeah. he he doesn't because we don't need that because yeah. we don't need it like yeah. we don't eat hot dogs we don't eat i mean i eat pizza but it's like a healthier cauliflower crust you know yeah. and they like that right like yeah we put toppings on like oh get the toppings off i just want the cheese you know yeah. but that's it halloween came up and they're holding up candy and they're just like so what is this like it's a twizzlers like what yeah. is this dad and I'm like, I don't know what the hell that is. Yeah. It's chemicals. Chemicals, right? Because you look at the, all the ingredients. Yeah. And it is, uh, what's the big one? THBQ. <laughs> like one of those. That one's like basically cancer. Yeah. Like I was reading about benzene mm-hmm. that just came out right now. Like all the shampoo products, like all cancer products. Oh, no. And I'm like, a lot of those things are in the Halloween candy. Yeah. And so. Uh, terrifying. Yeah. And the parents, like I went trick or treating with the kid, my kids and. The people are like, here, here, have some candy for your dad. He probably wants some too. I'm like, no, I don't. Like, I keep that to yourself, <laughs> yeah, you know? Get away. Yeah, get Yeah. But, like, they're like, what's wrong with them? Like, I don't know, I guess. And so my aunt gave uh, my kids Cheez-Its. Yeah. And they got hyper in, like, five minutes. Because <laughs> we give them, like, the Annie's Organic ones or whatever yeah. right there. And I was like, oh, shit. They got all the, the bad stuff in here. Yeah. And it happened, like, boom. They were, like, in the back seat, just going nuts. <laughs> and, yep. you, and you imagine, like... Both. They already are like high energy. Well, they are high energy. So then they, but then they got a crash later, right? There was like National Donut Day. So like all, like yeah. everyone's giving them donuts. And they're like, here, have a donut. What? But they do like donuts. So they're like, yeah, I'm down for donuts. Yeah. So like they're not going to stop. Yeah. And of course, parents are like, oh, they're just kids, man. It's like, yeah. no. They no. feel bad after. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, so another kind of what reminded me of that. And I still do this just because I love apples. So I'm actually, if you ask any of my friends, they'll like, I'm the apple girl. If we're going out, I have a very large apple in my little backpack or purse or something. That's awesome. And that's what I'm going to snack on when we're out. Like uh, my brother was here last weekend. We're going out to the bars and stuff to hang out. We're listening to music. And um, they all order like chips and queso at the food truck and I whip out my apple and I'm eating it at the table and I'm the one getting made fun of and being like, oh my God, Nikki and her freaking apple type yeah. of thing. <laughs> and I'm like, but I feel good when I eat this and yeah. like you guys are going to feel sluggish and disgusting later. Yep. So, but yep. I just take it. I'm like, yeah, yeah. it's I was like, well, I want to <laughs> dance. So I want to be able to yeah. like, have all the energy to dance for sure. So we've the weight loss thing again, a lot of the, times people feel pro peer pressure into eating whatever everyone else is eating yeah. like the chips and queso and so they'll tell us like these are women grown women who are like but i can't once they order in front of me you just know how good it is i'm yeah. like but 20 minutes later you don't feel good yeah she's You're like i know yeah but, yeah, yeah but you know it's just i don't want to be that one i'm like here's the truth the four or three girls that you're with at the table all feel like shit too yeah. all the time and they don't admit it they might mention it later, but they don't. Or put, they're making fun of you because they're mad that they're not bingo. doing it like, themselves. Oh, we, yeah. So one of the one of our friends uh, stopped kind of like participating in that, like the mm-hmm. drinking and like, and they were like literally buying her shots and like, hey, you're gonna take a shot with us. You're gonna yeah, buy. You're gonna have a drink with us. Big. And then she's like, I do not 
want to do this at all like yeah. and they're like why like what is wrong with you and she's like nothing like i'm trying to yeah. get healthy over here this isn't healthy yeah and like the happy hours like so that was one of the big things that we noticed and too. people judge you for not drinking so that was that yeah. happened at yeah. first but then here's what happened after a while they don't they ask you what it's like to not drink yeah and and so the judge like if you don't judge people because they're drinking like you just have to not judge people because people are gonna you know be assholes when they drink. I mean, anyway. just don't judge people. Just anyway. don't judge well, yeah. them anyway, right? But like, if you're confident in yourself, you won't realize that you're kind of like in your own world. Yeah. Like so, like you don't. Oh, I do not care what yeah. people think. So that's anymore. what I'm saying. So like, I don't either. You know. So then when people realize that, they gravitate you towards you because yeah. you have it together. Right. So that's why like the Instagram thing, they're like, Nikki, you got it together. What are you doing? Yeah. And then I've seen this like because we've gone up to bars and people are like, so you don't drink? I'm like, no, I don't drink anymore. I'm like, whoa. Yeah. So what do you do at night? What are you doing here? Yeah. What are you doing here? I'm like, that's a good question. I don't know what I'm doing here. I came here because of this or whatever. Right. But then you realize like, what the hell am I doing? Like, what was I doing here before? Yeah. Right. But at nighttime, we've noticed all the people we hang out with. They don't drink anymore. Yeah, they just don't. And yeah. and there's some adults who like they weren't intentionally not doing it. They're just like, yeah, just I never really drank to begin with, and like yeah. it's not that big of a deal now, right? Yeah, that's something that I never had like an issue with really. I if I didn't want to drink, I won't drink type of thing. But I just I've realized that I don't want to wake up and feel hungover and like shit the next day, and so um, or just like tired and everything. So I will drink once in a while with people and especially like yeah have fun but I also have a lot of nights where I'm like I'm craving being around people or I want to go out and dance and stuff me and Eleni will go out early and do like dancing and then come home and fall asleep at 10 still and it's great but (laughs) if if I'm going out with friends and I'm like yeah I want to go to that bar and see everybody just to have that people time but I'm ordering seltzer waters instead of drinking and I always, like, still people are like, why aren't you drinking tonight type of thing. It's like, I don't feel like it. I'm fine. It's Tuesday, you know. (laughs) And then you're like, why, that's the whole thing. Like, why are you out here? It's like, I enjoy people and I want to be around people and have fun, but I don't need to drink to have fun. (laughs) Baldwin and I went to an alumni event last week, right? And it was, like, at a Mexican restaurant and, you know, they give us drink tickets and all that stuff. And they have... All the it was actually did you see the food spread? It was yeah. all like fried quesadillas and all this stuff. Like here, yeah. take home all the all the food you want, and here have a couple extra. Drinks. Yeah, I, I like, didn't touch anything. I, mean, I didn't I, either. I, I think drank, you got a topo. Yeah. Right? I had a topo, and I had water. Yeah, you know, and then it was great because I looked up I, the the guy we were talking to. He wasn't drinking either. No, he wasn't drinking, and so then the girl after a while, like she was, but she had like a big like margarita glass, right? like one of yeah. those. But the people, but she, she, but was, she was like, "Well, it's free, so yeah, yeah." So like all the people why who were there were like, "Yeah, why?" So I was like, "That's fine. Like all that food's free too, but I don't want it." Yeah, like I, it was weird because when I was younger, if I was in college, I'd be like, yeah. "Oh yeah, free food, you yeah, give me whatever." Oh, everything. I mean, don't get. I mean, I don't think about it now, but. Uh, queso is delicious right it's just you just know how you feel afterwards and you choose yeah. to like not partake in the it's almost like that delayed like delaying you the, the the good feelings of like not eating it because yeah but but there's a difference though like most people will also say like but it's so good it tastes so good and i'm like right like a taste of it tastes pretty good i bet like yeah. the first taste of it is pretty good maybe the second taste is a little bit better maybe not and then after yeah. that it's done Right, 
But if you keep eating it consistently, it's like, gonna be bad, right? So then, yeah, because no one eats one chip, right? So they're like, yeah, dip. but the queso <laughs> so good. I'm like, is it? Is it really? Like, I I just don't get it. Like, most people can just have a bite and walk away. Other people can like, no, I once I start. It's not like nonstop. Yeah. So I've told people like if you want like the wedding this week, I was like, just have a bite of the cake. But you can't. <laughs> but some people are like, I can't. Yeah. Like, oh, oh, okay. That's fine. Then you have to just abstain like completely from it. Yeah. And that's when they get feel bad because they don't feel included. Oh, I don't get to participate. Yeah. I'm like, you want this homemade thing or whatever? Try it. Yeah, it's pretty good. And then put it aside. And then yeah. that, that's it. I yeah. mean, it. Yeah, or bring some digestive enzymes with you and some charcoal. It's not worth it because you just <laughs> I I'll never forget went to KetoCon this past year. Yeah. And and, and Tiana who works with us uh is a big, you know, health nut and so like all the samples galore. It was all keto crap, right? All, yeah. That's what it was, right? All packaged stuff in this. And she was, she was raving about this pizza. You got to try this pizza because the best pizza <laughs> I've ever taken. I'm like, all right, sure. So she drags me over there. The owner is there at the booth. Yeah. And literally is like, hey, yeah, she told me she was going to bring you and blah, blah, blah. Like, which one do you want to try? We have three delicious flavors and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay. And I'm thinking like, oh, crap. What's in what's in this? Yeah. Because I'm sensitive to almonds. Yeah. So a lot of keto stuff's almond big. So I'm just like, oh, I hope it's not almonds. I hope it's not almonds. Yeah. And sure enough, he's like, yeah, and this one, here, this is our best, this is our most popular. Here you go. And he hands it to me. Yeah. And he looks at me, Tiana's looking at me, and I'm just like, what's the flour made out of? Yeah. Because I have a sensitivity to almonds. Yeah. And he like holds his arm down. He goes, that's what all of this is made out of. Yeah. Welcome to my life. Yeah. I'm yeah, allergic like, to everything. Yeah. And he just kind of <laughs> looked at me and he's like, damn, like, you don't even want to try it and i'm like nope because i was like i'm sorry man like my stomach's gonna hurt later if i do it. it's not it's not worth it's not it, worth it. Yeah. i'm sorry and i felt bad because i'm sure it's delicious she raised yeah. about it and everything but i'm sorry and so yeah you feel bad at that point but i walked away i wasn't tired later yeah i, yeah. I didn't have a problem going to the bathroom you know i, I probably worked out later for crying out loud yeah. you know just because of that but if i would have eaten it i would have felt like crap yeah you yeah. just want to take a nap that's what happens with me usually. It's like, well, because I know that napping will like, I'll sleep through it. By the time I yeah. wake up, it's over. On sense on sensitivity stuff, like, yeah. like I'm same thing with 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 whites with like egg yolks. Like, man, but I love it. Really, yeah. but i do feel a little bit tired it's not enough to where i it's gonna make me abstain like other things that you know dairy definitely i just don't touch it you know but like i can notice it with the yolk but not as much and so like usually i'm like oh if it's a saturday i'm gonna eat all the eggs because it's like i don't have anything else i had eggs this morning but like i had cereal the other day i kind of miss cereal a little bit but not really too much yeah. you know like bread i don't really miss like sandwiches what i miss is i nachos. used to love I bread love i used to love and it too. now i'm like i don't it's so it. filling like yeah. you remember the subway sandwich it's like all bread it was like what a, yeah. a six yeah. or 12 inch yeah. i was like dude how did you feel that and then a whole glass of like dr pepper with it and chips like <laughs> people are still doing that i guess all right but, we gotta we gotta wrap this up now but uh Nikki, tell the listeners how they can get a hold of you, what you have going on. Yeah. Yeah, give us a little update. Um, biggest thing, probably Instagram, get fit with Nick. So get fit with underscore N-I-K-K. Um, Facebook, I think it's still fit with Nick. So 
just Google Nikki Zaka (laughs) and all the things will come up. That's pretty much it. And you're pretty good about people DMing you and stuff like that, I think. Oh, yeah, I love it. Especially if you see a post that you are interested in what I'm talking about, I definitely do longer captions. And when people actually read them and engage, I love that. So I will respond to everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Sweet. Well, thank you guys so much for listening in and uh, we'll talk soon. Thanks.